0: Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich.
1: Well, evening, and welcome, sweet pleasure seekers. If you're listening... You know that you're a pleasure seeker because pleasure seekers land on this show. That's part of the nature of the pleasure zone. If you seek pleasure, you're in the right spot. If you're seeking something other than pleasure, change the channel and elsewhere. Awesome. Now that we have that clear, I am really thrilled. I have some some super sweet, beautiful guests on tonight, and. I'm actually going to introduce them. I'm not just going to throw them on here. I'm actually going to let you guys know who they are um, before we start talking. Wouldn't that be a great idea? I think that's kind of the target is to get you guys to actually know who the guests are. So, And we have a great topic tonight. Uh, The topic is leap. Live every adventure possible. Where truly to me that is kind of like thinking about it it like, I have some interesting questions I could ask about you know, leap and pleasure. I'm like, but leap is pleasure. I'm like, well, that's really cute of me, because truly living every adventure possible is how you actually start to have far more pleasure in your life. So I'm like, how can it get any better than that? That I'm actually like talking to two amazing beauties who have actually created a program that's pretty much embodying things that I talk about on the show all the time. Very cool. So when when I did a I did a little write up for the show. Um, And I was like, hey, do you live every adventure possible? Do you live some adventures and avoid others? Are you willing to live every adventure possible in your relationships and sex life? Of course, my mind traveled after I wrote that. I'm like, every adventure possible in my sex life? Wow, that just went a little nuts. That was fun. My mind's very, very creative that way. So my guests tonight, who are actually going to be playing this topic, leap with me we are going to be um, having some super fun with Sarah Grandinetti and Cassie Summers. So for those of you who don't know Sarah Grandinetti and Cassie Summers, you need to get it on social media and find these ladies. And they they actually have uh, their own kind of, uh, we'll call it business, their business, which I like to also call other things, like their awesome creation called Sassy. Um, and Sassy is the way that Sarah and Cassie are changing the world uh, with AC beauty and also just in general with the way they have experienced oneness and life in general. It's just the way they be. And together they are catalysts for change. And, you know, they wrote in Whomever is in Their Wake, and I would say, yeah. In their wake, it's like you have to be awake to be around them, but not really. They become awake in their presence. So it's like, yeah, you could just run into them randomly and be completely asleep, and you might find that your life changes a little. I find looking at Cassie's hair could just change my life, and because I love it, it just inspires me every time I see it. So Sarah, I just I love talking to her hair. <laughs> Sarah, I lo- and I love the description, they, their bios are awesome. Sarah has a sterling knack for she. her storytelling pulls you in, and you are held through all the turns, and there's so much activity in the chat room I can't even see what it says, turns until you arrive back at the lesson you learned, and you ask yourself how you ever didn't know. Cassie is an exquisite mover of energy. I freaking love it, and it's so true. If you've ever seen Cassie work, you'll know that she's an exquisite mover of energy is incomparable. The energy pools she leads are probably outstanding, I'm just saying, just fully. And if you're lucky enough to be present, leave you knowing, you know, if you're actually present during your energy pulls, you might actually felt like you can perceive and also energy as well. So, you know, they're, they're joining me tonight on this wild ride that I call the pleasure zone, which can be a roller coaster of love, chaos, and imagination, creativity, uh, and so much more. So, welcome, ladies. Uh, So, hi, Sarah. You've never been on my show before. I want to say hi to you and welcome you to the show. And I'm going to pose my first question and ask you, what inspired uh, the creation for you on your behalf? Like, what was your kind of collaboration, inspiration to um, this thing that you guys call LEAP?
2: Well, thank you so much for having me. I am excited to see where this is going to go, especially with that intro. Um, You are so much fun. Uh, So to answer the question, Leap came from uh, where Cassie and I have been choosing bigger and bigger and bigger. And we keep coming with our business and with traveling the world and and sharing consciousness and um, inspiring others to see their beauty. We kept coming up against, I don't even know if it's an against, but like you know, the energy of the, the leap when we describe it is like you're climbing up the top of a mountain, like you know you have a target to get up to the top, but once you get up there, you're like, what do I do now? And this, there's this possibility that you're aware of, but you have to actually make the big choice to choose it. And um, you have to be willing to not know exactly where you're going to land, um, be present uh, with that choice. And so as Uh, leap was being born uh cassie i think we were kind of playing with the the word leap and the acronym and we both shouted out like live and then every adventure possible just kind of was born um kind of Hmm. through a meeting i think cassie can probably speak on that um it was a meeting of that we were having for our creations looking at energy that we kept coming up with or against is not the right word like coming up too and saying like, Oh my gosh, this is another place where we just need to leap. We just need to go and trust that everything's going to work out. And it always has when we've made those big choices.
1: That's beautiful. I think there's a lot of people in the world who really have white choices because they're worried that it won't work out. And usually there's such amazing magic in those big so-called, so-called big choices, right? Like it's funny right. because a lot of times there's just even fear in choosing little things. So the willingness to choose something big that could actually change your life and, in, in effect, like change the lives of many people. Um, some people would say that's courageous. You guys, you might say it's necessary, right? Like, it's funny when, totally. you know, probably a lot of people are like, you guys are so courageous. And you're like, no, it's required, or we die. <laughs> but you, you guys <laughs> probably exactly. speak to that. Yep. Too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I like that, actually. So Cassie got a question for you about the big choices so what are some tools that you've used to actually have um for you like in your life when you're choosing the big choices like what are some of the tools that you use to actually have it you know kind of move forward like you know some people might have a big choice presenting to them and they don't really know like you know how do i choose it like so what are some tools that you would use to have to kind of bring people to that I love that question.
3: I just also want to say thank you for that beautiful intro and for inviting us on here. Um so one of the tools that I love, 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 love so much when coming up with um when I have a, a choice, big or small or whatever, is to actually look at and we talked about energy. So to actually look at the energy of what my life will be like if I choose something. So for those head trippers that like everything cognitive, this might be a little bit of a stretch, but just play with it. It's just to play with, like, you know, gently stroke plays. Okay. So <laughs> you would ask a question. So if I choose blank, what will my life be like in five years? And you can get a sense of does things seem to get um more expansive in your body? You might notice, Um, either like a tingling sensation, some sense of joy, or a relaxation? What would my life be like in 10 years, in 20 years? Because every choice ripples out into your future. So what would my life be like if I chose this? And then go the other way. So what would my life be like if I did not choose this in five years? Now check in again. Is your body getting tight? Are you feeling tired? Is it a little bit contractive? What will my life be like in ten years if I do that to this twenty years and so on and so on. And so when I get that sense of expansion, I don't have to have the all the cognitive chatter going on. That's when I'm like, okay, let's leap. It's it's gonna if it's expanding my life, the details I can leave up to the universe, it's time to leap.
1: I like that description. It's just time to leap. It's time to live every adventure possible. And a lot of, and yeah. I think I like. love how you guys have created that an acronym because there's so many times where people are like, "I just take the leap," and and it's like interesting because it really is that they're not willing to live every day possible, and it's such a freaking great man. It's such a great an acronym. I love it. Uh, an acronym or acronym. An acronym. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's a good one. So, <laughs> They both so, work. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, right. And whatever, it could be some, it could be a palacronym. I just invented that word, yeah. by the way. I'm pretty <laughs> sure.
3: <laughs> that's why we love
1: you. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, ladies. So, yeah, so that's very fun. So what are, like, your lives? I know that you've probably chosen a few more things in your life that have been leaps. So, Sarah, can you maybe sh- uh, share with us? Uh, aside from the creation of the leap itself, like what are some places in your life where you've, uh, or choices in your life that look back, you're like, wow, that was a leap for me before you even had this, um, going and, you know, where, where have you chosen the leap in your life?
2: Oh, that's a good question as well. Um, so I, I started a business, um, I just had my 10 year anniversary for my business, um. Salon owner here in LA, and I would say at the time I I really had no business being a business. Um, so you generally you get out of school and you build up a clientele clientele for a number number of years, and then um, then you look at kind of choosing um, ownership when that comes around, or you pay dues or whatever that looks like. And I literally had no clientele, and.
3: Um had been
2: um like out of school for maybe a year and a half and everybody around me was like, What are you doing? And um it was just so light and it was just something um that presented itself when it did and I just knew even then even back then when I wasn't using the tools, like you said, like I wasn't um kind of you know, engrossed in in what I'm choosing now. Um, I still knew what was possible um, beyond that choice and, and went ahead and chose it. So um and that has created Hugely for me, um, uh, as an as a business owner, and as a leader, and um, as a creator as well.
1: I really love that. I, I get that. It really does take being a in your life, being the leader for you to actually take the leap. Because if you're not a leader, you can't take a leap at all. You're just gonna be following around. <laughs> you're probably not gonna leap. You might make some <laughs> smaller choices. And that's cool too. Like we require people who are gonna make some smaller choices too, because incremental choices can lead you to big choices eventually. So, and sometimes you just take a leap without even having a little choice at first. You're like, I'm out of style school, and I'm gonna open a because that's how we roll, sisters and brothers. That's just how I am. <laughs> to get that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I was, I, uh, when I was about 22, I, I actually had. Um, gone public for being a psychic reader and everybody else that i knew was like 40 and 50 and they were like wise sage women and you know men who you know were like walking around druid like you know they had studied stuff and i was like yeah no i qualify and <laughs> i like, had this bizarre confidence so like, no, i'm opening my own i'm like starting my own side business and i'm doing this this is what i'm doing and Uh, It was was really funny because a lot of people kind of looked at me like, what, like, you're freaking crazy. You don't you're young, you don't have the experience. Who's going to trust you? You're like 20 something. I was like, why wouldn't they trust me? I'm 4 trillion in something. Just they're just look older than me in this life, but they're not. They're like we're the same age. I might be older. Like that has always been my point of view. I'm, I never really understood age. So, I love talking to you guys about beauty cuz a lot of people too have a point of view about beauty being something that's youthful and you know, and you guys have no point of view about Beauty That you can see beauty everywhere. And, and that, even your creation for I Am Beauty, was uh, to me, it was like a, a visual leap when you guys put it out on on social media. Because so many people, lives, they started to just go, oh my God, like it's so many people's points of view about the way they're seen in the world. Uh, and I know many people's lives changed as a fact of that. And you guys might have thought, and it's funny, right? Because it's like, you guys might have thought that was a choice. We're creating a hashtag. It's called I Am Beauty. And it turned into a flipping movement, right? Which is actually a big choice. So actually, I have a, a question for you, Cassie, even though I'm being prompted for break. I'm going to probably postpone that a bit. What are some choices for you in your life that you've actually were small choices and ended up being mega uh, kick-ass life-changing choices that were actually big choices. Do you you have anything on that front you'd like to share?
3: Right. I do actually. Um, So from the outside world, it was a really big choice. Um, For me, it was like coming home. It was like, yeah, no, this is, Actually, not a big leap for me. This is more um, just kind of leaning into me really easily. And that would be um, actually shaving my head. <laughs> so cool. I have a mohawk. You guys can't see because I'm on radio. But um, <laughs> <clears throat> for me, I actually went, um, I just had this sense of like a big change that I wanted to do with my aesthetics. I got into what what it was going to be like. I didn't 100% like have it all worked out. Um, but I knew what I desired and I knew that it was going to be easy for me. And so I went to my hairstylist and and I spoke to him about, he, he actually said no. And he was terrified (laughs) to shave my head. I had really long hair. Like it was like way past my, my uh, elbow. uh, So for him, it was too big of a leap. And he was like, I can't do it. Like, you'll hate me. Like all this (laughs) stuff. Um, (laughs) <laughs> what I it took me some months to kind of get him okay with it and then one day I walked in he goes okay today's the day and I'd almost forgotten at this point I'm like for what and he goes we're going to shave your head and I was like awesome and for me it, it <laughs> was a, it was a small choice because it just it was like yeah like it's putting on a shirt that really like feels comfortable in my body and feels really good that's like that's what it was for me to the outside world Everyone was like, oh my God, you gave yourself a Mohawk. (laughs) And I mean, and of course it was pink, like right off the gate, because why not?
1: If you're going to go Mohawk, you got to go pink, right? Like, I think at least I love, I love that. I actually (laughs) love that the person cutting your hair was actually more afraid of the change you were willing to have. And they're like, I'm not willing to be part of this. That's freaking hilarious. I love it, but you chose anyway. So, um, we're actually coming up to our first break. So, for those of you listening, I want to remind you that you're listening to The Pleasure Zone. Here tonight, we are talking to Sarah Grandinetti and Cassie Summers about Leap, Live Every Adventurable. And we are going to head to our commercial break, and we'll be right back after these messages.
0: to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Inspired Choices Are
4: you a subject matter expert? Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com.
1: Well, hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. You're actually listening to a fabulous episode called Leap, Live Every Adventure Possible with my guests Sarah Grandinette and Cassie Summers. And we are in the Pleasure Zone, so we're going to kick it up a notch and get a little naughty and when we're talking about living adventures, and if you guys were listening to the first segment, you might have heard us talk about choices and big choices and how sometimes we think we're making little choices, but to the outside world, they look like big choices. But let's just go down the naughty zone for a second, because it just makes me so happy to talk about the naughty zone. So, <laughs> so Sarah, i got some questions for you. I just got to come up with them for a second. So one of the questions actually is, what are some of the big choices that you've actually made in your life that might actually be related to sex and copulation? It could be anything. Just, you know, <laughs> it's, it's vulnerability time, Sarah. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Am I allowed to say that? Okay. Um, you can. Yeah, let's
2: see. Okay. <laughs> um, Thank you for in, in, uh, inviting me into the zone. Uh, okay. So total vulnerability here. Um, I did sex a really long time from this reality and um, from points of view taken on um, from like some abuse that I suffered when I was younger and I created a whole uh, sexual relationship with my husband that, that kind of um, bounce or whatever that abuse and one of the like biggest leaps that I personally had to make after doing a sex and relationship class from access consciousness was to come home and know that, um, could not put my body through that anymore. And, um, I wanted to experience something different with, um, sex and copulation that, um, wasn't presenting itself in my marriage. And, um, I had to make choices that either were going to fly or not, fly. um, choose to have my own back and um, my body's back, if you will, um, and start to create a totally different reality, which was um, very interesting when you've been with someone for as long as I've been with my husband. I've been with him for 20 years um, to really kind of undefine everything and like not know how to really be and be with each other's bodies and kind of start to reengage from a different space without the definitions in place. Um, I would say that was probably one of my biggest leaps. In that regard,
1: I would say that's pretty mind blowing, and I think that for a lot of people out there who are listening, who are in relationships, who have maybe been in a twenty relationship, and and some people stop copulating completely because it doesn't work for them, but they haven't actually chosen to really what would work for them, and to make that leap and to choose to have their own back and to choose to create their relationship in a different way because they're like, well, it's, it's not going to change. They just, you know, there's a lot of conclusions that go on. So, man, kudos to you that you had, you know, you grew the testicles to ask for. Why do they say that? But you, you grew the vagina to ask for what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. So good for you. That's yeah. so cool. Thanks. So, Kathy, do you have a, Do you have any in your life where you've actually chosen to take the leap in terms of sex and relationships, copulation? We'll just We're going to just throw all of that together in a giant pot for you. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it's hard to follow
3: up that beautiful comment, and then I'm going to go all dirty here. But, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I was in a uh, non-committed relationship for 11 years, and um, I came in as one of those people that just naturally flirt and play with the energy, sexualness, whether or not I ever – actually you know, lost my virginity pretty late at age, but well, from my point of view, I guess. And uh, so to go into this relationship with someone where um, flirtation was not allowed, was not permitted, I had to be really careful about or how I even presented myself around any men um, or women for that matter and had to really um, find every way to dim out that kind of energy and kind of play. So about three years ago or so, um, separated, from him and that, and getting, getting, going forward into this new adventure, really of flirtation, of copulation, um, and and in my adult, because I was very young when I when I um, when I got with him, I was around, I was in my early 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 twenties. So to be like a, a, an adult, a woman, and be like, wow, okay, so now what? what would I like to choose here? I know the rules of society are all of these, like you can't um, have sex with too many partners or you're, especially for a woman, you're considered um, a slut. All these things are in my awareness. Yeah. So then going from, but, but was I willing to just be in the adventure of it and, and the pleasure of it? And I, that's, that's what I chose. I, I coach every, every person, everybody, every every time I go into that space of cocky it's is total sense of adventure. And uh so that for me was a pretty dynamic change, I guess.
1: Um, there we go. See it. I wasn't too dirty. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah. can like stay cock or anything in that. That was fantastic. Wait till after know. the next break. <laughs> Wait till the next segment. We'll see what you guys think there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We actually have a question in the chat room, and the question is, is sex a big choice? So I'll pose that to you first, Sarah, and you let me know what your your awareness is on that.
2: Is sex a big choice? Um, mm-hmm. I get that from this reality, it is. I think that um, from this reality, from what we're taught when we're young, yeah, sure, sex can be a very big choice. And if we're talking about sex, like, I mean, maybe they can clarify if they're talking copulation, but... Um, cause sex is so many things and it's also just about receiving from another person it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you put the body parts together. But, um, for, yeah, for, for what we're taught, yes. And does it have to be, I get, no, it could actually be the adventure of the bodies playing the, the pleasure, if you will. Um, and like the, the leap that's involved, the spaces and places that you open up with each partner. If you're asking questions, um, like Cassie said, um, Earlier, like she, I've been there with her when she's asked, like, will this, what will life be like in five years if she chooses to play with somebody? And um, what will my life be like in five years if I don't? And 10 years and so on. And um, so that's really like having the awareness about what, what you're choosing. Um, and does it have to be big? And then also, there's so many like definitions. What is big for some, some people, you know, sex period is really big. Um, for others, it's how many partners is really big. Um, so there are, bunch of different ways we can go with that question, but um, I guess it's your point of view and um, what you want to create as your reality, um, and uh, what else is possible for you and your body and you're receiving.
1: I love that response. It's fabulous because it is. It's like how many, we do have the point of view in this reality that it is a big choice if you're having many partners, or it is a big choice if you come from even a background where. Um. Actually, just walk, um met a woman today. I was taking my dad to his pharmacist, and uh, and my dad flirts with everyone. Uh, he's very good at it, and mm-hmm. and he's flirting with one of the ladies behind the counter, and and I said, uh, you know, you probably my dad would like to be your boyfriend if you don't. She was like 20. <laughs> and, and it was like obvi- obviously a joke. Mother took it very seriously, and she said, no, 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 we're Egyptian, we don't do that. And I'm like, okay, you, you don't you don't even get how like ridiculously funny this is, but okay. But they actually had a point of view that even dating was a really big choice because it's not done in their culture. And we take a lot of those points of view from our culture, and we make ours, right? Like, we're just so freaking good at that. So, yeah, sex can be, like, copulation, body parts together can be a big deal. And even, like, for some people, relationship before marriage is a big deal, um, which is amazing to me that we're at a day and age where a lot of, in a lot of countries we have cho- we know we have choice. And in some countries people just don't even know that choice is possible. And, I mean, it's, it's even in North America, there's a lot of people who don't know choice is possible, but still blows my mind that people don't know that they have choice. And they could choose sex or not choose sex, and it could be a big choice, or it could be not a big deal. But um, my, my point of view on sex is it's like just about as, uh, it's like a school activity. Like, you could lift weights, you could have sex, you could go running, you could wash floors. It's like... It's movement to me. It's like a movement type of almost like movement therapy. I'm like, cool. My body requires this is movement therapy, and my husband's point of view would be that my body is really like he's pretty good at knowing this, and he's like, every year, Crabby, it's either three things. You're really easy like this. You're either hungry, you're tired, or you're horny, and he'll just present them to me: hungry, tired, or horny. And I'm like all three. So that's I'm pretty easy that way. So I don't know if a lot of people are, but it's like, and it just makes life so much easier to be in a relationship with me. He's like, you're crabby. And he's like, I know it's not about me. It's one of these three things. He's right. It's like 99% of the time, it's actually not about him. It's something else. But I can definitely put it on him and go, you're not giving me sex right now, and I need it right now. Damn it. <laughs> we can blame people because we're awesome. So Cassie, I have the <laughs> question for you. So what's your awareness on um, is sex a big choice? Are there big choices in sex? Yeah, I think
3: definitely for some people, like, um, wow, yes. And uh, I, I actually love talking about sex as well, so just getting whether or not I'm playing with them or not, just getting people's awareness. So I would say depending on the person, there's even to copulate could be a big choice, but like you just mentioned, like what you do in the sheets can be really big choices. Um mm-hmm. do you bring in, do you not bring in toys? Um is it missionary style? Is it do you do some some dominating, some submissive play? Those can all be really huge choices. Uh for me, when I was able to peel the significance away and start to create my own reality with sex copulation um, It stopped becoming a big choice. It was actually just, like, from that space of awareness, just leaping and just being shows up. And that's part of what living, to me, what living every adventure possible is, is not trying to control it, not trying to figure it all out before it happens. You actually leap, and then you're in the adventure of it. You're kind of, like, playing with it as it unfolds. So, um yeah, in my sexuality, um, copulation is definitely not a big choice, but I do always ask the question, um, what would my life be like? I ask, there's also these access questions that I love that you can ask before you um, choose to copulate. You can, and I even tell this to people that I work with, you can even ask this if you're married, because just because you're married Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's game all the time and you have no choice. Mm -hmm. So you can ask these, these are some fun questions. So Will it be easy? Be fun? Will I learn something? Will uh they be grateful for me afterwards? Will I be happier afterwards? And you can even ask, will this make me money? Which not like the prostitution (laughs) but the energy of Yeah. (laughs) But the energy of that vibrancy that receiving um that money can bring. So I play with those questions every time and and when if I get a clear sense of like, hey, this is going to expand the world, this is going to expand possibilities with my body, it's just leap time again. It's not a big choice. And I totally honor
1: and understand because some people it really is. That's awesome. So when it comes to leap, this is like living every adventure possible for you. And I know both of you are moms, so I'm wondering What is, is that, how do you, have you like brought that to your families and the people around you so that, you know, as you're living every adventure possible, um, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty aware of what that's doing for your families, but I'm just wondering if you can share that with, um, the listeners, what living every adventure possible actually does not just for your life, but for everybody around you. So Sarah, you can field that one.
2: Sure. Um so it's interesting i think that a lot of times we go through life um looking at big big choices, small choices anything that like involves an amount of change and we deduce how it will affect everybody around us and so if i choose this who will be upset with me basically is the question that i think plays in a lot of people's heads um um what will create the least amount of like um kind of earthquake energy in everybody's world and um what I got to with, um, with this creation of Live Every Venture Possible and then also just continually choosing now in my life where there were the many years there that um, I really wasn't choosing. I was maybe pretending to choose or making all the little small choices that were easy and didn't rock any boats or upset any apple carts. And um, what now is that uh, being the invitation to change is actually what is the contribution like to my life and my family um, were friends of mine that fell off when I started to kind of live a bigger life and choose greater and um, think that any of this was possible for me, the things that i created and I've created with Cassie um, in the last couple of years, um, the traveling, the things that say a mother for a business owner isn't supposed to be choosing. Um, when I started to do that, there were friends that fell away, but they were the friends that I wouldn't necessarily want on journey of life. And the ones that stood by me and have have kind of followed me along the journey um, are also now choosing greater because now I've been an invitation to what choosing greater and leaping actually looks like. And so everywhere that, like, we've bought, you know, that that our big choices actually um, negatively affect those around us, I'd love for listeners to take a step back and actually look at not only what your life will be like in five years, but what will the lives around you be like? Um because even with my kids, um, my kids brag about me traveling, whereas in this reality a mother who travels, their kids are, you know, at home missing them and they're neglected and, and you know, there's no one there to kiss all the boo boos and, and all the things that like we bought as what a good mom would choose and and you know, to have healthy children and yet my kids are being exposed to something way greater than um they would have if I wasn't willing to leave.
1: Yeah, I often wonder about like if my life was, if I if I could actually live my life as if I was watching, it's a wonderful life, and go. So if I didn't choose instead of if I didn't exist, but if I didn't choose that, where have that I gone? Whew! So glad I chose it. So glad I chose that. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of those in my life where I'm like, wow. So actually, choosing access consciousness, the first class I took, it ended up giving me so many tools to be able to move. Uh, away from a relationship that was, like, highly destructive, and um, and I definitely um, give a lot of um, praise and gratitude to to the tools from Access for actually, and for me using them. I give myself gratitude for using them to actually be able to create greater in my life, and it was like, because I took a huge leap to get out of a relationship that was highly crazy and destructive. and And then actually like moved in with like total ease to be with somebody who was a completely different reality for me. Um and that was that was really wild that we really do as we make choices and sometimes we think we're making small choices. Like I I thought I'm taking a bars class. Ha People say it's going to change your life. I honestly didn't even know what it was when I chose it. thought it had to do with magnets. I really didn't even know what I was choosing. I was just like, "And what is this fucking magnet class people are talking about? There's some kind of electro something or other. I don't even understand it. I'm just going to show up and whatever, another class. <laughs> I had like a really weird point of view of it. And then I started, you know, I went to the class. I chose, I actually hosted the class because I, a bunch of other weird points of view. So I hosted a class and, these people showed up and my life started changing. change and I had these tools and I started to become more of me, which actually repelled in a lot of ways or repelled the person I was with. And it seemed small, but it actually had me choose so much more of me and it was so awesome, it actually became this repellent to this person. That was so cool. So I love that that we do and it can actually be such a gift that we affect all these lives around us and and even repelling some people, like you were saying, like some your friends have like walked away and, and then become repellents and it's actually one of the greatest gifts ever. It's so cool. So see, I have that. Um I actually don't remember what I asked Sarah, so I'm gonna just ask you something else. Of, where are we going? I don't know what's happening <laughs> oh yes some, some, like for, in your life how have um how have you noticed like some of the choices you've made and some of the leaps you've chosen um you know how has that has that affected you you know your parenting has that affected uh your family your relationships whether it's with you know friends or whether it's with uh, family members or whatever how have you noticed your leaps? Taking effect in the world around you with everybody else around you. I think that,
2: Cassie. I think you're up, babe. Um, That's the one I.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I meant Cassie.
3: (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. -hmm. Um, Yeah. So for me, uh, similar situation to young kids, traveling, and all um, the projections of that. And there. Pretty amazing. They actually have a lot of the leap energy, and they bite me to it sometimes, which I'm so grateful for. Um, I'll find sometimes, and this is how it's affected our home life. So I'll be in some sort of point of view of like, oh, you know, we have school tomorrow, so like some kind of point of view of what it is to be a good mom. And I'll be saying no to something, and uh, my kids have grown up with these acts conscious so tools. They'll they'll often be like, but is that really light mom like let's let's look at the energy here (laughs) and so I'll be like wow there's an adventure here there's a total adventure possible and I am not choosing it because I bought someone's idea of like what when bedtime is or eating ice cream before bedtime means or all these things right (laughs) and it's so it's so cool that they have this space of adventure continuously and they see me going on adventures and they they talk all the time they're like wow i can't wait to travel with you they've gone on some trips with me they're like i can't wait my my oldest he's 8 he's i can't wait to be a facilitator he wants to travel the world and and Aww. spread consciousness and so they it is like infected our lives the space of weeping um and i had I had a lot of projections on me, like- can, you can't when they're so young, you can't leave them for that long and and to to leap past that and to just go with it has actually created um so much more possibility in world and than my kids' world.
1: I just think it's so cool, um. I've known I've not like known you, but like we've been around each other over the last few years here and there and and I remember meeting you I think it was like four or five yeah. years ago at a class. you were married at the time, and I remember like you were going through stress and stuff and that and that did take like you the way you blossomed over the last few years it's just like so I just love watching people choose more of them and it's cool. social media is so cool for that that you can actually watch people growing and doing these leaps in their life and choosing more of them, and you know putting questions into people's universes just by existing. Like, how does she do that? You know, like both of you, I know for sure there's got to be a thousands of people looking at you, Sarah. Going, uh, how does she pull that off? She has businesses. She travels the world. She's a family, and like how? Do, like how does she do it? Like I'm sure you've got a lot of people uh, that you've, just by being you, have put questions in their reality that have them, she can do it, maybe I can do it, which is such a freaking amazing gift to be an example and a leader just by freaking existing. It's awesome. Like, forceless leadership, mm-hmm. you know? It's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, so thank you guys for thank being you. you, for one. And, and guess what? It's break time. So... <laughs> I want to remind everybody Mm. listening that you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Insurances Network. You are playing with my guests, Sarah Grandinetti and Cassie Summers. We have a few minutes left after break, and I dare one of you, or ten of you, to call in with courageous questions and see if you know maybe you can get a quick snap into some leap yourself being into your own adventures in your life so we're going to head now to our commercial break and we'll be right back
0: to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the pleasure song with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
4: What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? 13 years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com.
1: Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone, and my guests tonight are Sarah Grandinetti and Cassie Summers. We might have some brave souls calling in, so we'll let them do their thing if they're calling, but in the meantime, until we find out if they're going to get courageous and make a choice and call and ask a question, we've got about a few minutes left, and I would love uh, for you guys to share some of your creations that you're putting out in the world. So I'm going to start with you, Cassie, if you can share um, a segment of things that you and Sarah are creating in the world. And by all means, throw some things into creating things on your own. Let us know all about that, too. And then I'm going to let Sarah tell us about some, too. So you can start, Cassie. Awesome. Thank you.
3: Um, I'm actually really excited. I haven't seen Sarah for a while. And we're going to be in Portland, Maine in the beginning of November. So we'll be doing a foundation class, which is one of the Access Consciousness core classes. And we'll also be doing, you had mentioned um, I and Beauty. And we're going to be doing an I and Beauty taster class that weekend, um, an I and Beauty with parenting class that weekend as well. So we have a whole bunch of things planned for live classes and live streamed for the I and Beauty components. Um, yeah, So that's the most current thing that we have coming up.
1: That's amazing. So is there actually a website where yeah, people can like, yeah, so maybe share, share like the website that you guys have that uh, where people can find any dates because this show, even though we're live tonight, this goes into podcast and people can find you guys in the future too. So let them know how they can find all your creations for the next 500 years. Sure. So there's
2: um the website for I Am Beauty is IMBeauty dot space. And then um you can find us on the internet of IMBeauty the Mint, and then also internet, I said internet, Facebook. And then on Facebook I also have a sassy page. And where sassy is Sarah plus Cassie equals Sassy. So if you forget Sassy, you can put our work our names together. Um one of the other things I wanted to mention is that also um we just started something called Sassy Chats. We launched in September, um, one interview that we did with my son and four of his friends who, um, uh, in the Suicide Awareness Month in September, um, we talked to them about teen suicide and we posted that and, um, that got a lot of cool feedback. So we're just having really cool conversations with really cool people and, um, launched about once a month or so, um, which is a cool invitation to, Possibility beyond this reality that we're all buying into. So, um...
1: Awesome. So I think actually we actually have. Well, I have people calling me because I, you know, this is also my business line that we're calling from. So I'm going to have. Uh, That's great. Hey, more yeah, business. How's it get any better than that? So I've got, uh, we've actually got Mary's line. So if you guys would like to take a quick call from Marion, we have a few minutes left that she can, uh, she's going to ask her courageous question to you guys, and we'll see what she's got to ask. Go ahead, Marion. woo mm-hmm. You can ask your question, Marion. Go ahead. Okay. I'm not sure if Marion is muted or unmuted. Maybe sometimes... Uh, Sometimes we mute ourselves on one line and we try and unmute from the production end, but the people have muted themselves on their end. So we'll see if uh Marion can call me and ask her question. And sometimes um yeah, sometimes we had a line quite full. So we'll see what occurs with that. So Hi, can you guys that hear, me back? Can you hear me now? Yay, we can hear you, Marion. So you've got about yeah, a cool. few seconds to ask your question. Go ahead.
5: Okay, so more of a question. This is actually something I wanted to share to so how lifting can completely share your, change your life. And I will know what I'm talking about because she was witness to my facilitation during the being chat class with, uh, with Dr. Dane here. And I was a few weeks ago in a really, really lousy spot in my marriage. I was like on the verge of divorce. I'm not joking. I was uh, I was this close to cheating on my husband, which had never even crossed my life in over six years. And so after the class, I chose to share with him, to leap, and tell him what was going on with me. And that little leap, that little step, completely changed my life. These past three weeks have been... Amazing. We have gone um, to a completely different level. Like, uh, there are no more shouting matches. There are no more, you know, uh, vibrational differences, so to speak. And just to get on the naughty train, that has been amazing. (laughs) We actually went out and bought toys.
1: Yay! I sell toys, so that excites me that more people are buying them in the world. Yay! (laughs) Good for you, Marianne. I love that. So I love when people have more pleasure in their life. It just makes my body so happy. Um, We're just coming up to the end, and I want to thank you ladies for coming on. I'm so grateful for your presence in the world um, and what you're choosing and what you're creating. So including you, Marion, so thank you for coming on and sharing what uh, what you chose to leap with. And, that, man, that can take some super courage to be able to ask for what you really desire in relationship. So, um, ladies, I'm just going to let you guys all say goodbye. We've got about 30 seconds until we end. So thank you for coming on live, and I'll let you say your goodbyes to the crew that are listening.
2: Hi everybody. Thank, Thank you, you so much for so listening to this. Oh, my We are so, so grateful.
1: I love when everybody says goodbyes at the same time. So and grateful. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> Bye, guys. I love you. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so uh, we'll return next. It's a whole other topic. Don't know what it's going to be, but we'll be there.